Welcome to the Seven Figure Impact Podcast, where I help men and women just like you who have a drive to make positive, powerful impact within their local community do so through licensed assisted living, group homes, and community have businesses. I'm your host, Ariana. I'm a co-CEO of a seven-figure home and community-based agency, former professional foster parent, mother of three children, coach, course creator, and so much more. I'm obsessed with helping aspiring providers break into the business of care without all the confusion, overwhelm, or even owning their licensed property. And I help current providers intentionally market, develop systems, streamline their back end, and scale their income. If you are wanting to build a business in care and make seven-figure impact, you are in the right place. Let's get it going. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Seven Figure Impact Podcast. I'm your host, Ariana J, and I am so glad you are here with me today, friend. Today, we are going to be talking about something that... I believe we all can resonate with. I think we all have some experience with this in one form or another, especially when it comes to the intersection of life and business. Now, some of the listeners may not be entrepreneurs yet, right, yet, and some may be entrepreneurs already, but they are not quite sure of how to really balance life and business. And although I feel like that's really another topic, right, a whole nother episode, I do think embracing the pivot and navigating the changes in life and business when it comes to specifically pivoting, right? And there are all different types of pivots that we're going to make, specifically in business, right? Or in life. I think some of them are very similar, Some of them are very different, but they feed off of each other. They feed off of each other. How could they not, right? We're human. And a lot of the pivots that we face in business, in our career, wherever that's at, that does trickle into our personal life, into our life in general. And so I really think talking about what that looks like as you get started in your journey to care and as you're growing and scaling your company, if you're already up and rolling. I want to start with the notion that sounds maybe redundant because people talk about it and make this statement all the time about what's meant for you will be for you. I know I don't necessarily like that all the time, but it's true, right? And as we're going through the startup phase and journey, or as we grow and scale our company, like we have this vision of the plan that we have in place. Most of us are planners, right? If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably more of a planner, right? You're not just going to take action without any plan in place. And maybe you are, maybe you have that much faith that you can just go and take action and have no plan. But most people want to plan. I love to plan. And so I'm not going to take a specific action like starting a business or growing and scaling a company if I don't have a plan in place, right? And so we we do that strategy and we outline certain things and we feel this warm and fuzzy feeling about 
the decision that we're going to make. We feel solid with it. Sometimes we might not. Maybe there's different variables, right? But for the most part, we feel solid about a decision that we've made based off the research that we've done, right? So what happens when that plan starts to crumble? Not from your own doing, but it could be rules, it could be regs, it could be regulations, it could be somebody that you've talked to with the state, could be somebody who you've talked to on a networking level, a variety of different people, right? Or situations that would give you a different answer than what you would have expected that could cause you to pivot, right? It could cause you to pivot. Hey there, if you are ready to make impact within your local community and you are ready to get started, I have something for you, so listen up. The Startup Provider Program is open for enrollment for a limited time. The Startup Provider Program is a self-study program over 12 weeks, so you can get on track with opening your business and care so much faster. We talk about everything from mindset and focus to clients and funding to licensing and certification and everything else in between, specifically focusing on that market research so that you can find the right license type and the requirements to open the business and care that you desire. So head over to startupprovider.com for more details. All right, now back to the show. I want to go back to the belief that you can succeed. And that belief is so freaking powerful, even if you've done the research that you've needed, even if you have a plan in place, the belief behind that plan is more powerful than the plan itself, right? According to a study from a university, entrepreneurs who believe in their ability to succeed, their ability to succeed are 1.5 times more likely to achieve their business goals. So the belief really does outweigh the plan, right? And I do think that as adults, (laughs) as well-rounded individuals, there is some, I guess, notion that sometimes our plans won't go as planned or as outlined, right? Sometimes we don't have the accurate information or something's different than we initially thought and something may not go as planned. I think we're all able to handle that. But when it really happens, right, to be able to process when the plan doesn't go as we want, how do we reflect on that? How do we pull that apart? How do we move past that? How do we embrace the pivot that comes from that plan not working out, right? Those are the things that we need to think about. And even though we have in the back of our head, like, yes, I made a plan and might not go as planned, but I'm pretty sure that it is. And it could fall apart, right? Even though we think about that, most of the times we are thinking if we put this plan in motion, you will get results, right? And nine times out of 10, that's actually true. You put in the work, you're gonna get the results. Now the results, my friend, might not necessarily be exactly what we wanted. And that's the part where the pivot comes into place. That's the realization that a pivot has to happen, right? Because we put in the work and the result from the work that we put in 
is not lining up with the result that we thought, right? And so looking at the actual result to see where we need to go from there is the piece that I think so many people get stuck at. They stay in the facts that, hey, my idea, my plan that I worked so hard for didn't work out. It didn't yield the result that I wanted. So then I'm done. I'm going to tap out. It didn't work. It didn't work for me. And that's the piece where it's like we we have to overlook that, right? We have to regroup, reassess, and know that our hard work and dedication and consistency that we put in to achieving the success that we want within our business, it's still there. We still have the drive. We just have to pivot, right? And so for me personally, being able to look at the results from the work that I've done and learning to pivot that into something that probably wasn't my first choice. But when I think of what's meant for me will be for me, as we go back to that statement, it's actually really comforting, right? It's actually really comforting because I know I'm going to get up and do the work. And whichever way that God wants this plan to play out, it's going to play out and it's going to be in my favor. I might not see it. I might not see it initially. I might need a couple days to digest what's happened and sit in that truth for a little bit. But nine times out of 10, I can come out of that and I can see the goodness that that plan had, right? Whether the result was in my favor or not, or my viewpoint, right? And I think that Even for myself, personally, I have to sit with it for a couple days. I have to look at the pros and the cons. I have to look at, okay, this is what I have now. This is the benefit from that. This is where we have to go from that, right? And all of these things kind of go into play. Now, recently, this has happened to me when we were looking at expanding our business and creating a center And as I'm going through all the motions of getting the application and looking at the regs and all of the things, we still provide the service, but we wanted to have a center. Well, after everything was, all the hard work was put in, we realized that our corporate office where we are at, we are not able to have a center here. We're not. It's it's out of the land use, right? And so with that, we had to pivot. It wasn't the answer that we wanted, but we're still approved to do the service. We're just approved to do a community-based versus a site-based. And so, yeah, the the numbers and how it was all going to work out and play out for us based off of the plan that we have, the growth plan, it has to be tweaked a little bit, right? And that's okay. And what's so crazy about the story is that we were going to sign a lease, a five-year lease for another office space in this building and kind of transfer our lease down to that unit. Now, this unit uh, was about 3,500 square feet and the lease on it was about $5,000 to $6,000 a month over a five-year term. And the property manager kept dragging their feet, not getting back to us, not responding, all of these things that were going on because I really wanted to sign that lease. And the reason, well, God had his reasons beforehand, right? I didn't know about it. I was emailing and being persistent about signing this lease. Had we signed that lease, we would have been locked in for a five-year contract 
at a $5,000 to $6,000 a month lease price for a unit we could not provide the service in, right? So everything's working in the greater good. I didn't realize it at that time. I was a bit irritated with the property manager. I'm like, this unit hasn't been rented out for all the years we've been in this building. We're telling you we want to rent this unit out. You're dragging your feet. Like, what's going on? That's so weird. But all of these things were working, right? But I had to go through the motions. We had to go through the motions of submitting applications, talking to zoning, going down, viewing other properties, talking to the property manager, emailing back and forth. We had to go through all that to get the result. The result wasn't what we wanted, right? It's not what we planned for. But then looking at the answer of, okay, Arnett, you cannot do this service on this land. This is not the right land use for it, right? And so had I done that beforehand, I probably could have saved myself a lot of trouble, right? If I would have dug in more and did my research a little bit more, but I had talked to zoning before, but there was another segment of zoning. I talked to zoning and I talked to fire, right? But there was another segment of it, which was land use that I had never talked to before. I've never had to, and it wasn't on my radar. And the gentleman that I talked to in in zoning and in fire, they were on board with what we were doing, right? But it wasn't until that third piece that was brought to my attention that I didn't know about, that's where the plan started to crumble, right? But being able to come back and look at the actual vision, the mission, the desire that you had, I had with this, that's where we're at now was we're like, okay, now we have to pivot. And what are we going to do with that pivot? Are we going to be disgruntled? Are we going to say, yeah, but if I wish, da, da, da. Are we going to say, look, this is what we have. This is what we can do. This is the new plan. And then be able to look at it for good, right? And there's some other things that were going on in the background that I'm not going to talk about, like personal things that I'm not going to talk about right here. But those things were going on in the background, right? And I did not think about those things as I was creating this plan. And it wasn't just me creating the plan. I, you know, I talked to Andre about it and we talked to Douglas and we had the plan together, but even all of us combined aren't thinking about some of these other situations that are going on that can be a bit impactful, right? And so the way that we had to pivot was actually in the greater good for all of us. It was actually in the greater good But I did not necessarily see that until I sat with it for a little bit, right? So we're going to pick back up to where we have this pivot and now what are we going to do with it, right? We have this, this information, we've sat with it for a little while. We either tap out or we decide to use it and we decide to change the concept and we decide to move past the disappointment, right? Because that's that's really all we can do. We let it go, we move past the disappointment or we harp on it and say, what if, what if, what if? Or I wish, I wish, I wish. And so we chose to move past it, right? We chose to um, embrace a decision and, and, and work with the pivot. And it's actually not as bad, right? We still are approved for the service that we wanted to provide. We still are able to provide one of those services here, right? A respite service. There's not all these complicated things that we need for that one. As far as the growth, 
we could still do it, but not here in a center, right? If we had to do it in the community as far as provide the service. So I really like the fact of the center of making an environment that was welcoming, an environment that we could have our clients at, an environment to where they were able to engage in meaningful activities, right? And it was designed by was designed by me. I already had like some custom coat racks and all that stuff like designed. And I had a lot of different things because I enjoy doing that. I enjoy creating a space where we can help individuals live full lives. And so I had to kind of come back and reframe that to see what that's going to look like. But all in all, we still have the certification, right? We still have the approvals. We still are able to do what it is that we want to do. We just can't do it in this setting. And so looking back at that as as, as a personal reflection and to see actually how I navigated that, like the guys, they don't need time to like process stuff. Me, I need time to process stuff. And, And that doesn't go for all men, right? But the men in my life, they don't need much time to process stuff. I need time to process it, pull it apart, I feel like sometimes, yes, I overanalyze. Maybe you're like that, maybe you're not. But I just needed the time so that once it was settled in my mind to grasp this pivot and to be able to move on with it and still have success because we believe in empowering individuals with disabilities, we believe in helping them live full lives, I'm still able to do that same thing. And so embracing the change is the phase I'm in now looking at things in a way that are for the positive and for my good are what we are wanting to do, what I'm wanting to do more of. And I hope you're wanting to do that too. So change is important. Embracing the pivot in whatever ways that it comes to us are important. And not only with business, but in your life, because I feel like I feel like that trickles in. You ever know, you know, somebody will have a bad day right at work and then they come home and then they continue that bad day. And now they've ruined the day of their kids, their spouse their partner, whoever. Like we don't want that trickling into our life. And I believe that life and business are always at this intersection. They're at a very unique intersection. And I also believe that we can't necessarily separate them, right? At least for me, it's really hard to separate them. It's really hard to have this balancing act with with all of it. But what I encourage you to do that I do often is when I'm making decisions or when I'm looking at things, I look at them in the sense of life and business, right? Because it's always at an intersection. How can that pivot negatively impact your life and business? And how can that pivot if you embrace it and it leads to change and unexpected growth and success? How can that positively impact your life and business? And sometimes we don't know if embracing that change is actually going to lead to growth or success. It might not, right? But if we choose to believe that it will, and we choose to believe and put in the work for that success that we're after, then that belief is going to carry us way farther than the doubt, than being disappointed with being annoyed with all of the things that go into not getting the actual result that we want. 
All right, my friends, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you found that helpful. It was actually helpful for me just talking about it out loud. And if you're here, thanks for being here. Thanks for showing up. And let me know what you think about this episode. And I will see you same time, same place next week. Hey friend, if you resonated with this show, if you feel the desire to make impact, don't forget to head over to www.startupprovider.com so you can start making seven-figure impact and follow the show so you get notified when I drop a new episode. You can also come follow me on IG at underscore Ariana J. If you follow me there, let me know you came from the podcast. I really would love to meet you. Or you can join me in my private Facebook group, Assisted Living Group Home and Community Hub Providers. I hope to see you there.